Welcome to the Fabulously Keto podcast aimed at improving health, vitality and quality of life. Eating real food in a ketogenic lifestyle. I'm Jackie Fletcher and I'm based in the UK. And I'm Louise Reynolds, an Aussie currently based in Bangkok, Thailand. Each week we will be bringing you guests who share their stories and discuss a range of topics which we hope will improve your health and well-being. Many of the guests, like us, came to Keto for Weight Loss and have stayed for their well-being, numerous health benefits and because they are living their best lives. We hope you will be inspired to incorporate these ideas into your own health journey so that you can feel better than you ever have before. Thinking about starting keto? Take a listen to episode number two, What is Keto and How to Start? Welcome to episode 140 of the Fabulously Keto podcast. And before I get into this week's podcast, I owe you listeners an apology because last week I was asking for donations for my sponsored swim of one pound or one dollar. And it was only when a few of my listeners and Facebook group people tried to do the one pound that we found out that you can't do one pound. You can only do two pounds. So I'm very sorry. I didn't realize that they had a a limit, a, a lower limit that you had to do a minimum of. So it's a minimum of two pounds. If you're still happy to sponsor me for two pounds, I would love that. We're going to be helping disabled children have swimming lessons. And the more money I can raise, the more lessons we can give those disabled children. So if you want to sponsor me, it's justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Jackie hyphen Fletcher and the number two. So Jackie dash Fletcher two. And um, as I said last week, it's going to be a challenge for me to be in the water for several hours in the cold water without a wetsuit. So, yeah, knowing that I've got listeners behind me egging me on will keep me going and hopefully without hypothermia so I have to keep swimming. So today I have been talking to Louise and when Louise came on to say that she was leaving the podcast it was because she was taking on another role. So she already had one job and she was taking on another role but she couldn't tell you what it was. Now uh, she has been able to tell people for several weeks now, but we couldn't coincide our diaries with the timings to fit this in before now. So Louise is here with me today. We, She's going to be explaining her new role and telling you what she's doing. And then we're having a just another chat and some getting a sort of catch up with Louise. Um. Also, in the pod, in the recording, we speak about the public health collaboration, which will be starting when you're if you're listening to this on the day it releases, it'll be starting the following day. And as you will hear, that Louise is mostly carnivore, and we are running in the Facebook group. We are running a challenge 
starting on the 22nd of May, Monday the 22nd of May, to do a 30-day carnivore challenge. So if you hear this and you fancy joining us for the 30-day carnivore challenge, you need to come to the Fabulously Keto Facebook group and join us. And there's two options. There's the free option, which is just being part of the Facebook group. And there's a paid option, £10 sterling, which covers, um, we're going to do five Zoom calls. So one beforehand and well, you by the time you hear this, you will have missed that one. Um, but then we're going, to, we're going to be doing four more calls, which will get together on a Zoom call, go through any help that we can give you, any suggestions, and maybe you've got some tips or some good recipes that you can share. So it's, it would just be a community of us coming together and we're going to have a WhatsApp group where we can share daily things that are going on. So if you fancy a 30-day carnivore challenge or even if you just fancy doing it for a week then come over to the fabulously keto facebook group so just search fabulously keto in the group section of facebook so i'm not sure if we'll have much in the show notes but they can be found at fabulouslyketo.com forward slash podcast forward slash one four zero Welcome, Louise, to the Fabulously Keto podcast. That's unusual, isn't it? Oh, hi, Jackie. It's so great to be here. It feels like I've never left. <laughs> it does feel like you've left to me, though. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I really feel, you know, I've, but I've left you in good, good stead. Like you're still busy. You're still producing podcasts. You're still in the keto sphere um you know paying it forward just as what we intended for the podcast to be doing yeah so you're carrying carrying on with the legacy carrying the flame but i know that you've got big shoulders and you're doing a wonderful job thank you thank you so when you when we told everyone that you were leaving you were leaving because you had a you would given a special position so it will you're going to be taking on extra work but we couldn't tell everybody what you were doing but now you can I can and I know it's been a few weeks but it's taken us quite a few weeks to get a slot to um fit in so yeah and also you've been busy you know having a holiday and obviously getting your black belt so congratulations for that so life does get in the way but yeah when we when we made the announcement obviously the uh, confirmation of my position was embargoed until obviously my appointment was confirmed and was announceable so I am Victoria, so in the state of Australia, in the health department, in the safety and quality branch, which is Safer Care, so Safer Care Victoria, the chief paramedic officer. So uh, that is the drum roll. Congratulations to me. Yeah, um, fabulous. I am the second um, appointed chief paramedic officer, uh, taking over from my colleague who has um, stepped stepped down or stepped away from from the role uh i am the first obviously being second but still (laughs) the first um the first female chief paramedic officer and actually in the whole of australia 
no other state or territory actually has chief paramedic officers. Now, for our North American listeners, this isn't the chief of the battalion or the chief of the squad or the crew. This is the, you know, as in the chief health officer or the chief medical officer, the chief nurse. I sit in the office with the other chiefs. Um, So there's the chief medical officer, the chief nursing midwifery officer, the chief allied health, chief mental health um, officer, and, you know, recognising obviously the contribution um, with the chief paramedic officer. So, um, yeah, it's really a great role and it sits, as I said, in the safety and quality branch in the health department. So it really is partly strategy, policy, reform, workforce issues, patient safety, but, you know, so much in healthcare improvement, it really is also being there for the consumer and to really protect the consumer's interest in ensuring that they have access, timely access to to quality patient care. So I'm an advocate for um, safety and quality. Excellent. Yeah, it's a real big step up, isn't it? It's a huge role. And as as I was saying, it's a part-time role, uh, part-time for three years. So I'm also still in my college uh, admin role, um, being the course chair. And so I've sort of, I keep on cheekily saying I've got two full-time jobs, but being paid part-time. So it's now at the end of week seven of the the new job and really finding my way and juggling and I was waiting for you to come online and sitting through and sifting through my inbox that sort of is a bit over full by the end of the week so trying to sift and sort to wrangle the the inbox into submission until Monday um yeah so still balancing those uh the two two big jobs at the moment finding my way yeah and so is that for the whole of the state of Victoria? Correct. Yes, it is. So uh, so Victoria is probably about four, four, four million, population of four million. So people will know Melbourne um, as the capital and, uh, you know, the home of AFL football, so um, Australian Football League. So, yes, so the state of Victoria. But that's not to say that other states in Australia soon, uh, there's been some recommendations for in other states such as New South Wales, uh, Tasmania, to have um, similar roles, governance roles for the profession. Mm. Excellent. So what else have you been up to? What Tell us what you've been up to in terms of diet and lifestyle things. Are you still walking every day? Yes, so except for tonight, um, obviously with the timing of the podcast, um, it's, uh, yes, I've still, Andrew is really making me walk every night, which sounds really bad, but Andrew making me walk is a great opportunity because obviously now with the two jobs, so I work from home Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays I head into the department, into the city. So I do tend to walk to the train and up and down. I walk up the escalators. So um, much like the tube escalators, I walk up um, up there and I get 10 flights of stairs doing that. Then Thursday, Fridays, I head to campus and um, I've had to sort of balance a few things. I was going to the gym at campus, but I'm just not getting there because my days are too long and too filled with all the 
course administration. So to make up for that is, yeah, every night we walk around the block, uh, which is at least quite, say, over a mile, mile and a half or two k's. And now that it's coming into our summer southern hemisphere winter, um, so we're trying to make it quick because it's cold and dark and wet sometimes. So that just means I need good good gear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no excuses for that. And and remember, the cold is good for you. Yeah. Being cold is good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bit miserable. Jury's still, still out on that one. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> I, you know, I know that you're a brave woman going swimming in the um, in the river in the lake. And yes, I have submitted my sponsorship for your swim. Oh, thank you. I, I saw Louise, and I wondered if it was you. So. Um, there is yeah so still still trying to be reasonably active and we have uh into pretty much a routine with uh organizing our our proteins and supplementing not supplementing a complement you know complementing that with with some eggs just keeping things really simple because we're busy coming home in the evening want something some good real protein and um generally keeping keeping things simple that way so you mostly carnivore or you still mostly mostly. mostly. and i think that that's a simple lifestyle factor of just a protein grilling a protein and some eggs and um, that's pretty much our meals and i've my poor thermomix is relegated to the the cupboard my i call it my harry potter cupboard cupboard under the stairs and i did bring it out Uh, we had some guests and my guest needed a cup of tea, so I needed to boil some water. So I brought out my thermo mix. To, to I hope it was. I was. I hope it wasn't curry flavored or something. No. I did that once. Boiled the water in it, and it was like, "Ugh, this is um, butter chicken flavored." No, no. So I was just thinking, oh, that's a very expensive kettle. But anyway, but I, I think once things settle down, then with sort of certainly meals or meal prepping on weekends, I can get back into that. But we're trying to buy a house. Wow. Really, I know. It's no, taking, I know. Up, it's I know. taking up some time with going, driving, you know, open inspections and, um, yeah, because we're in the military has provided, we're in military accommodation here in, um, in the inner west of Melbourne. So when we are thinking Andrew's re- transition to retirement obviously that entitlement for military housing will obviously you know no longer be you won't be eligible obviously being retired and not have a house somewhere to live so we need to find somewhere to live so which is very exciting i like that house you showed me up in the mountains oh it's beautiful and i'm i remember writing in the in our newsletter that it was in the high country, so in the alpine regions, but it's three and a half hours from the city, which would make a commute a little bit challenging on a regular basis to come to the city. I mean, it's doable. People do do it, uh, maybe staying overnight somewhere and commuting in, but not for the next foreseeable, my foreseeable working future for, you know, whether that's three years or six years, so and still having to get to campus. So even if you're doing a hybrid role, coming in once a week, three and a half hours each way, seven hours, that's all. Yeah, it's a long way. 
Mm. But um, and, you, and and you were missing Andrew, and then he'd be there, and you'd be in town, and sort of you'd be separated again. Well, again. again. I know each week, and um, now that we've sort of been, we've had our time apart, and uh, I'm not really wanting to make that, you know, a regular thing. But yeah, someone needs to stay home, mind the cats. So um, because since coming back, I one of the first things, well, being Andrew being back now, um, I bought two kittens and. Um, who are just the funniest little things, little creatures, and because I've missed obviously my pets, so um, so I'm cat cat mummy, and there's cat daddy. So, um, so we're trying to parent wrangle these two two kittens into you know not scratching the furniture, and um, yeah, so it's been that's been fun too. So excellent, yeah, I know you missed your cats when you're in Thailand. Well, I Jen, um, when sort of saying about her beautiful rag rag doll, um, her cat, and you know, there's that when she was saying about her daily dose, you know, her dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, and having something that is so calming that when they stop running around, running amok, and they're sitting on your lap, and you've just got that nice, soft, content. Yeah, pairing pairing little kitten, you know, in the background. Um, yeah, absolutely lovely. Except when it's three o'clock in the morning and he decides to, he, he's making biscuits. He's you know just kneading my hair at three o'clock in the morning. I love you, cat mummy. I love you, cat mummy. Mm, just let me sleep. Oh, let no. me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you've been doing, going through? Well, we've been, uh, well, I haven't really had time like yourself for a holiday or anything, but I'm planning. Well, you know, here's a bit of a bit of a heads up. I've given Jackie now uh, at least four months notice that I hope to be in the UK in October. So as part of being a senior leader, senior leader in the, in the health, um, so I've asked for a opportunity to come to, to the UK for a women's leadership course because really... You know, even though I am the first female uh, chief paramedic officer, I absolutely, you know, am trying to represent, obviously, the workforce. And part of that workforce is predominantly now in some states of Australia female. Mm. So I absolutely am, you know, representative of the paramedic workforce in, in Australia. So I've made a request to support me to come and do a women women's leadership course, which happens to be in Oxford um, in October. So Jackie and I are marrying up our diaries and maybe we should be doing another podcast, you know, episode in person. We That'll be novel. Yeah, I don't know if we could do it. <laughs> we haven't got the technology to do it. <laughs> I'll send well, you upstairs I, to Ben's room. You can sit upstairs and I'll sit downstairs. <laughs> well, that would be novel because we've never really been in the same place doing a podcast. No. Nope. You know, in the same time zone. Yeah, definitely not. And if, I mean, and we've got the dates in my diary now, but if you yep. do come, maybe we can organise a meetup with some others. Oh, definitely. That would be lovely. Yeah. So definitely uh, I will obviously get 
confirmation, confirmation, you know, approval, approval for obviously the travel. It would be a little bit of a holiday for me as well. So I was just saying about wanting to stop over in Singapore on the way home. So beautiful Singapore chili crab at Newton Circus and Clark Key and the Marina Sands. And so really looking forward to probably coming back from the UK. October is quite mild though, isn't it? Spring. Yeah, it can no, be throughout autumn. Autumn. Yeah, autumn. It can be a bit hit and miss. Mm. So just yeah, and it gets dark at four o'clock in I remember that in October. And we can celebrate my birthday. Oh, that'd be lovely. With some pork scratchings and some clotted cream. <laughs> the weekend after my big birthday. Yeah. That'll be exciting. And then the other thing was um, I had to, with my application for the for the women's, this women's leadership course, I had to have an interview. And so the interview lady, obviously, with the program was obviously wanting to assess that I was not worthy, but, you know, I was suitable or, you know, there was a need, identified need, learning, learning needs. And so she was saying about what three things did I want to get out of the course and I sort of said, you know, like strengthening my leadership and obviously being able to communicate with influence and pork scratchings and clotted cream. <laughs> and the lady went, what? what? <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> crunchy and um, crunchy and creamy. She's <laughs> at me going, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you have to get your fix. <laughs> So yeah, I'll have to make sure I get to the pound store to get the get the black scratching tree. <laughs> black country. Anyway. So but now that'll be really good because I certainly will have some opportunity to do some networking and um yeah, so really, really doing some some good just some confidence, the confidence in strengthening strengthening my leadership skills in order to access and influence with communication. So. Mm, yeah. Excellent. So I've been obviously a really bad co-host or former co-host and I haven't really caught up with the the podcasts with obviously my my commutes and um, my commutes and listening. So I see that you've had some really great guests. So continue to be attracting great conversations with people. Yes, I think so. I think I could say that that is true. Um, maybe. The listeners think differently. I don't know. <laughs> but we get some good comments and, um, yeah, people are commenting and enjoying it, I think. We did have a couple of replays while I was away. Um, and then, yeah, we had three replays because I was just had loads going on. So I did an extra replay. And what else? I did one by myself. Yes. The lessons from Taekwondo. That was quite interesting. Um, and, and we've got some great <laughs> guests coming up as well. So um, we're booked through till, so we're recording this on the 12th of May and I've got bookings right through to the middle of July. So awesome. Um, yeah. Trying to keep the list not, you know, the, the booking's not as far ahead as we were last year because last year we were like five months from mm. when we recorded to when it went out. 
but then I'm going to the public health collaboration um, next week, or in fact, when this goes out, will be I'll be on my way to the public health collaboration. So a conference, so I might have a great long list of guests again. We shall see. I always loved that conference, so that's a really great. So make sure that you say hello to everybody, to Sam and to um, to Jen and David, who else was always there. So, uh, yeah, it's really, really There's going to be loads of us there from the Fabulously Keto Facebook group. There's going to be oh, a lot of people. So it's going to be really wonderful. good. And we're going out for dinner on the Thursday night. So it's mm-hmm. this time it's Friday and Saturday instead of Saturday and Sunday. So we mm-hmm. get there on the Thursday. And we're going out for dinner on the Thursday night. I think there's 32 or three of us going out for dinner. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great fun. And I think the more you go and the more people you meet, the mm. better it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. It, it's a quality, quality conference, you know, and I've in the past when I've attended, it's, I've learned so much that it's, yeah, really, really great in um, the quality of the speakers, the you know, the evidence, so, you know, when we're thinking about evidence-based practices, that it's the integrity of the research that's presented as a health professional. Um, yeah, and have you seen the lineup for this year? No, I haven't. So tell us who's on the, on the list. Um, so Sean Baker. Right. Georgia Ede. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I need to look for the others. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you and you can live stream it. So if somebody's oh, listening can. to this on the Thursday, you've probably still got time. Oh, and Ben Bickman. Oh, he's wonderful too. Yeah. I've seen I've seen Georgia Ede at that was low carb Breckenridge. And yeah. so Ben Ben um Bickman at Low Carb Breckenridge as well. So he was really great. So they're two great speakers. And certainly Georgia, she was really another college professor. And she specialised in the mental health. And I remember talking to her about students and their their mental health and how when she was at, when she was in the, the university college and, you know, working with students and focusing on mental health and how that diet impacted. And certainly that's something that, you know, obviously with the cost of living pressures at the moment, people's people are making those sorts of decisions to to buy cheaper processed food and you'd have to really wonder about how that's impacting on their on their mental health so yeah mm-hmm. and the episode that came out yesterday with um ali houston and, and rachel brown rachel brown they've both trained with georgia Eid. So. oh wonderful yeah. yeah so um of course david and jen will be there then people that we've interviewed steve bennett mm-hmm. um and um Heidi Gaver. Um mm. I know you've met um Andreas Enfelt. Mm. In the line in the line at when we were at low carb Breckenridge and I was checking out his basket. <laughs> low carb doctor. We... What's the low carb doctor got in his bas in his shopping basket? <laughs> and then um one of your paisanas, we've got Rod Taylor, Roy Taylor. Oh, no, maybe, no, which one's from Low Carb Down Rod. Under? Rod. Rod. No, no, this is Roy. Roy is from Newcastle, so yeah. he's from the University of Newcastle. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so Rod was there last year. So I met Rod mm-hmm. last year. Um, Rod's in Melbourne, by the way. Rod, Rod um, is a doctor and anaesthetist at the uh, one of the local hospitals here. Yeah. I did email him and ask him to come on. But I also mm-hmm. see that we've got Anthony Chaffee, Dr. Anthony Chaffee signing. Might grab him as well. Is Peter Brookner going to be there? No, no. Oh. Well, I don't know if there's anyone else. Um, we've got James Cracknell, the rower, who did the cycle ride and i think he did the run with maybe dr ian lake he did the cycle the 100 500 kilometers fasted in five i think it was five days they did it um with steve bennett so um james cracknell patrick holford people will probably know so lots of big names great i really look forward to you um hearing your assessment and feedback on the conference. Yeah. So what we're going to do, I don't know if you saw this post in the Facebook page, we're going to arrange and soon after the, soon after the conference, those of us in the Facebook group that went to the conference or were online watching it, we're going to do a podcast together and bring together our, top tips or our big learnings or our favorite speakers and we're going to do a a sort of mixture podcast review yeah a review post post conference reflection review Mm. yes which you did once with um daisy didn't you it was really good because we did that the first year and we were able to obviously get some interviews we were walking around with a microphone and speaking Speaking to people. And That's then, when I found out you were living in Chelmsford when I heard that episode. Oh, there you go. And then we were able to almost summarise some of the those key presentations from, from that. It was a really, that first, first time going was obviously really good to sort of see, for me, to see the UK speakers because having been at the low-carb Breckenridge and the Keto Fest, it was really good to have some some UK uh, speakers there. Excellent. Right. Well, are you going to leave us with three top tips? Well, I haven't prepared anything, but no, I... No, but you used, to, you used to do that to me. You used to just throw me in at the deep end with something like that. So I'm getting you back now. Well, thank you. It's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it, Jackie? Thank you very much. <laughs> Top tips from two working sort of certainly transition. So transition, you know, working these two seemingly full-time jobs being paid part-time is number one is to be kind to myself. It's a period of adjustment and part of that adjustment is to number two is to check in. Check in to see, are you okay? Ask the question, checking in, are you okay? And I built in, as you know, being the obliger and having a challenge time to say no, checking in to make sure that I know what the signals are when I'm overwhelmed. And really when we hit that obliger rebellion and I just want to, pull the duvet up and just go, everybody leave me alone and I'm drowning in the sea of the inbox. So 
And lastly, it's about the planning, Jackie. I really, you know, it always gets back to the planning, you know, plan to plan, plan for success, plan, planning meal planning and really having the schedules ahead of time and planning. I remember doing a post in the Facebook group of this is Louise's meal planning and all I had the proteins in the freezer lined up and they were labelled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So the frozen frozen protein and that's as simple as it's getting right now. So just a, a grill protein and fried eggs. That's as nutritious as nutritionally dense. It's easy and just simple. And I've kept it really simple for the planning. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you because when people get very busy, particularly with work and coming home from work and it's late and you're tired, it's quite and especially if you've got other people in the house with you who are not low carb or keto, it's hard mm. to stick to the plan. So I was going to ask you for your, what would you recommend to people that are in that situation? That Well, what we've done is on our shop, on our weekly shop, and we will know what obviously is ahead in the week. We then in the meat, in the meat section, so our protein, fish fish and meat sort of thing and we know monday tuesday wednesday thursday and we just obviously we know how much meat we want to have or how much protein so roughly 200 grams each and that's what we buy in a pack or in bulk and and divvy it up the second thing that we've been doing is eating so packing for lunches and pre-packing our our lunch and it's been typically meat and cheese in and we've measured it out and again in the Facebook group I remember doing this post of here are the little lunch containers and they're either in the freezer or fresh and they're roughly 80 to 100 grams maybe up to 150 grams we were eating and that's a lunch um lunch portion so we are still only doing two meals a day so our creamy coffee in the morning I, then we go either i work from home or on the commute and um yeah take take a lunch but we have gone back to our regular not regular but semi-regular fasting so um we're obviously coming into um winter and wanting to sort of maintain some sort of schedule of intermittent fasting and we are um yeah again just really managing our meals simply with the protein eggs and mostly carnival i will have a a dill pickle so just to have some so fermented foods yeah and um keeping alcohol to a minimum and and just really keeping a nine electrolytes water. So I take a, at least a litre and a half of water today to work, uh, yep. cups of tea today while I was fasting. So, yeah. So have you, have you done any longer fasts? I have just, we have just done the 40, 44 hours, 40, yep. not quite, no, 48, 48, 48 ish. Yeah. So this was um, another one. So, excellent. Yeah. It still hasn't sort of, I think Andrew's concerned about some weight gain for him. So he's been concerned that that's his pants are tight. Oh, my pants are tight. My pants are tight. We need to have a fast. And it's like, oh, <laughs> what do I need to do that? Solidarity, you know, all in one. You're, a, 
You're his buddy, see? He's your buddy. He's accountability buddy. buddy. Yeah. yeah. So he was quite happy to keep going for another day and I said, oh, I'm, I don't know. I have to. <laughs> There's a really nice steak in the fridge. <laughs> it's got my name on it. Yeah, especially been thinking about it all day. I'm going to break my fast oh, with that. Too busy. Too busy. No, too busy. I, I mean, I could have, but anyway. No, but it's otherwise we're, we're well, we're fit, we're healthy, we're cold <laughs> being coming into winter. Uh, we're not quite used to after the, the balmy climbs of, you know, Thailand. So I think he's adjusting to his first Melbourne winter for um, after three years. So he's in his woody downstairs watching telly. <laughs> Great. Oh, it's fabulous to catch up with you. Well, yes, and hopefully the next time we're catching up, I will be seeing your face in October and we will be doing doing this live. If not, you can invite me back at any time. Except when you're busy. <laughs> yeah, don't make time for you. What are you talking about? You put it in my diary. So you send me the meeting request and I'm an obliger. Of course I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's late on a Friday night and you're going house searching okay. at the weekend um, house open inspections tomorrow but <laughs> but thank you so much for continuing the podcast i know that you were umming and ahhing about whether you had capacity but you're making this work and you should be really proud that you are as we were wanting to envisage you know paying it forward you are still putting in the time and energy and love and care for the community and paying it forward so thank you so much for for continuing your good work Thank you for starting it with me and for being on the journey for all those yes. times when you were really busy as well. So I appreciate that. Changed, has it? <laughs> no, no. Something's right. going to change. Anyway, all right, off you go. Thank you, you so see. much. Bye. It would be great if you could support us through Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash fabulously keto and you can choose the monthly amount you wish. Can you recommend a guest we can interview? If you can, click on the link in the show notes to send us your recommendation. Would you like to join our Facebook group? Search for Fabulously Keto on Facebook. Our Facebook page is called Fabulously Keto and you can follow us there. Or you can follow us on Twitter, our handle is fabulously keto or follow us on instagram fabulously keto one did you enjoy the show let us know you listened by tagging us in your insta story or instagram post using the handle fabulously keto one and the hashtag tfkp all the links are on the website and in the show notes If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, click the subscribe button. Reviews help us to be found and reach new listeners. Please leave a review of our show on your preferred podcast listening platform. We appreciate you taking the time and read them all. Disclaimer. The information in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing in this podcast can be taken as advice. Whether our guests are doctors, healthcare professionals or not, they're only sharing their own opinions and stories and this does not constitute a doctor-patient relationship.
It's always best to seek professional medical advice should you wish to make any changes to your current medication or treatments. Also speak to your own doctor if you have any concerns about your health or you wish to make lifestyle changes, especially if you're taking medication. <laughs>